0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. It's the Undercard. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are. Always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy.
1: Welcome to The Undercard. It's episode 230. We're back after a short little break. It was shorter for us than it was for Jimmy, but welcome back, buddy. Hey, thank
0: you. Sorry, I was trying to listen to make sure we went on.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. We should always (laughs) check that. So we have long breaks. Yeah, Uh, right. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so we got two guests in here that are phenomenal athletes. They are going at uh, King of the Cage this weekend at uh, Yak Arena. We're going to introduce them in a couple seconds, but I'm just going to give you an outline of the show really quick. We're going to cover some Michigan MMA in the beginning. I'm trying to uh, track down Nathan Lint here, too, who, uh, you know, from Tapology and the Gauntlet MMA page, which covers Michigan MMA now. Um, have him come in and uh, ask our guests some questions, too. Also tell us uh, about this busy weekend here in uh, Michigan MMA. I don't know Jimmy if you know, but WXC 68s going KOP fifty five, and King of the Cage uh, Supremacy's going. So it is a big I don't, I don't remember it ever this busy actually in the history. I didn't even think there was that many officials for the state of Michigan to go around. But
0: well, let's hope there is. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, so it's a big. big Big weekend for Michigan MMA, and uh, the guests that we have here are a big reason that Michigan MMA is pretty successful. Uh, Later, we're going to talk about um, Joshua versus Klitschko. I'm going to give my pick on uh, where to lay your money. Uh, Official Kid Vegas pick. I've actually known this for a while, so this one's going to be easy. And then uh, break down a little bit of the fight and then uh, we'll, we'll talk some pop culture like we always mix in for the undercard. Uh, apparently Nordstrom has some really nice jeans for $425 that we got to talk about. <coughs> so, you know. Yeah. So why don't you introduce our guests that we have with us today, Jimmy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy.
0: Put you on you the You pulled this Jimmy. one off. Yeah. Give me the, the right up in the mics. I gotta I gotta I gotta see the names. Oh okay. I gotta see you don't the names. Know who we are? No, I know. I just <laughs> I'm gonna because I gotta You're I gotta easy. sound it out. Jeez. I gotta sound it out phonetically. How can you read this? That's my handwriting. You How wanted you that right this? now. You wanted that right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, we have Marco Smallman. Hey. Uh, and also we have Adrian. Uh, Hadri Bayai, Hadri Bayai, Hadri (laughs) Bayai. Yes. Okay. On the spot. I know. Failed, Jimmy. Well, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying, and I knew I was gonna, I knew, I knew I was gonna mess it up because I remember there was the roll of the tongue, but then I couldn't remember anything else. It's
3: okay, man. You're not the first one. Hadri Bayai, the last one.
0: Hadri Bayai. Yes. Okay. And and I can't roll
1: anything like ours or anything. So that's the problem I have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can't do it. You can't do that, really. Can't do that. No. Can you roll your tongue? No, no, not no, at all. No. Oh,
1: just man. keep putting me down, Jimmy. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm so sorry,
0: Rochelle.
2: I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <Jeez>, so <laughs> oh, <Pete. laughs> I was I mean, just about to say, feel bad for me, please.
0: Yeah, I do feel bad for you. <laughs> uh, so it, we, it must be a French thing. I, I, I can roll my. Could be. I have no idea.
1: Irish. Uh, so let's start well off Irish, yeah. really quickly with our guest. Uh, King of the Cage, if you don't know, it's happening at Yak Arena this weekend, Saturday. Uh, first fight's at 5, I believe. Uh, Yak Arena ask, actually— ask, ask them. They probably don't know. They just know they got to show up at 5. Oh, <laughs> right? well, I know it's a, it's a hockey arena out in Wyandotte. But there's some history there. I think KISS played there once. Really? Like as a band. What? You'd have to look. Yeah, look up Yakarina. Right, Yak Arena. There's some history there. Yak Arena. All right. Uh, it doesn't look like much from the outside, but it, it, there's some history there. But let's start off really quickly with uh, Marco. Uh, Marco, you're going against an undefeated fighter in uh, John White, 3-0. Um, we've been following your career forever. You never lost any am- amateurs. No, I remember. So. I remember always asking you when you're going to go pro, when you're going to go pro, <laughs> and you kept... Go into your coaches whenever they say I am big fight for you. Tell us uh, about this welterweight fight happening Saturday.
4: Yeah, this is the biggest fight of my career. Um, you know, everything is you know come down to this moment. Um, it's against a game opponent, uh, John White, six and zero. He's undefeated, so uh, somebody's always is going to have to go at this point. And uh, I don't plan on my O going. I'm sure he's thinking the same, but uh, you know, I'm of course I'm going to believe otherwise. So. Yeah, this is this is a very exciting. This is very exciting for me, and I I'm, I'm I gotta thank Kei um Kay in the Cage for this opportunity. You know we're two of the you know two of the biggest prospects
1: in the state right now, and um,
4: we'll, uh, we'll see what happens come Saturday.
1: Now, what do you know about your opponent John White, and what what makes him a, a worthy opponent in your eyes? He's very tall and he's very lanky.
4: He's six four so it's been uh, it's been a little tough um you know with the you know with the whole reach thing but i i have been uh i have been surrounding myself with some guys uh uh most notably i've been going down to McComb martial arts uh with uh Corey cuppy and the nose guys and they're tall guys so that he's been uh he's been a big help in this in this training camp and uh the, the whole you know the whole reach thing was kind of a was a little was a little thing to get a, get adjusted to at first but, um, you know, but, you know, I've been sparring with him and rolling with him and understanding, you know, you know, where things fall, you know, where, you know, where certain limbs end up going, you know, during certain falls and, you know, during certain sequ- sequences in sparring. Um, it's, I've, I've, I've been getting, a, getting, a uh, acclimated, uh, acclimated to it. And, uh, and I've been, I've been enjoying it, you know, a couple bumps and bruises here and there, but, uh it's 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 been a good it's it's been a good it's been a good test you know for me coming up for, for this fight so
1: and uh when you found out your opponent was john white and and stuff like that I'm sure you're just he, big into the opportunity of the king of the cage mm-hmm. um but does his style match up well against your style uh i i would i would say yes
4: um only y'all you know, with um he's a guy with him he's a guy he's a lanky guy but he's He's, he he throws a lot of jabs and he throws a lot of you know a lot of jabs, a lot of head kicks. Um, keeps you at range. You know, with the, with the good thing with my with my style, uh, I'm able to come in and out and uh, come in underneath you, especially with a guy who's his height. Um, now, as of late, I haven't really fought guys his height. I think the only guy I've fought that was his height, I think, was maybe Donato, Donato Richardson, maybe. But. Um, it, 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 with my style, it, it goes well with a guy of his with his height, but uh, he's also but he's also used to fighting guys who are you know kind of my size, like uh, Gidrin, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see who's gonna who's gonna you know come the victor in this fight.
1: Uh, and then uh, for people that don't know, your nickname's the Hybrid. I know you once uh, told us the reason, but that was at the other station. Uh, why are you called the Hybrid? Who gave you the nickname? Uh,
4: well, James Lee was the one who gave me the nickname. Uh, he's always, cause he's also, he's biracial himself uh-huh. and he's always, he's, you know, he's always, you know, preaching that, you know, all, you know, all us biracial people, oh, him, his words, not mine, half-breeds need to stick together. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, I kind of just sticked, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm biracial. Um, I have, uh, I have a a hybrid. You know, I have a a a hybrid style. I train them all. I'm well versed in different martial arts, being American Karate, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, boxing, wrestling. So it kind of fits,
1: if you think about it. Now, Adrian, you got a big fight coming up too. You're seven and one. Uh, These guys are marketable. Good oh, looking yeah, guys. Yeah, you know, every yeah. time Adrian posts a picture on Facebook, like <laughs> it looks like it's shot professionally. I swear to you. I always give him the side eye. All right, right. <laughs> like these guys are marketable. But yeah. seven in one fight. Tell us a little bit about your opponent and what you got going on on Saturday.
3: Uh, I have an opponent, and I have an opponent that like uh, matches good with my style. You know, it's gonna be a striking game. It's gonna be a fun to watch. You know, it's gonna be like one of those. War fights standing up you know and banging each other but uh, it's gonna be exciting you know and I'm really looking forward this is my ninth fight of my uh, professional career uh, it's been a you know a long journey so
0: now do you prefer standing up and you know stand and bang or do you prefer like the ground game or of
3: course I prefer a standing game you know <laughs> I, I used to I used to do 20 years of karate you know so. okay so that's my, you know, my uh, my biggest, uh, you know, game and, mm-hmm. and strength and stuff. But not to mention that, start, since I started uh, uh, MMA, I've been like learning a lot of ground games. Mm-hmm. So every time I feel in trouble, so I'm very comfortable to go on the ground, submit people and, you know, not getting hurt. So it's, uh, you know, it's been good. You have one of the biggest
1: fan bases in Michigan MMA. Are they, they going to be there on <laughs> yeah, a Saturday? they'll be there. They follow me. <laughs> They're you know. loud. Yeah, they, they are. Loud. They Very. let their presence they, known. The, yeah,
3: good thing you know when uh, when they scream, they scream like in Albanian words because you know, like some of the people will be pissed to, to hear those kind of words. That's how, like you know, how you know how out of it uh, you know things go because they get excited and stuff, and it's just it's you know it's. I'm happy, you know, I'm uh, very, like, you know, to bring people so they can come and, you know, have fun. And,
1: and it's a close-knit community because I remember, and I know you don't want to remember this, but I remember when you lost and you got knocked out. Yes. I was sitting ringside, and I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a crowd that devastated over a loss. I remember walking out of a uh, suburban show place and just seeing everybody, um you have tons of supporters, maybe that night you had five hundred people there. It was a lot and um, I just remember how down it was you were the main event after losing, and you don 't see that a lot you know it 's a close knit community they were they were invested in the fight with you they're invested in every fight with you
3: yeah that 's you know that 's what I have built you know all the people they are not fans, but they feel like close to me, you know I get time like uh, to meet them that's why personally you know like i tried like you know to to meet them even for like tickets or on the parties events and stuff because you know i want to feel everybody to be close with me and know me like personally not just you know as a as a fighter but you know a nice guy after out, out of fighting too you know that's how like you create the community and uh and good environment around it but uh yeah that's they, you know they would be followed me for a while so that night you know they just most of the people when I met after they couldn't sleep all night you know like like some of the people they were telling themselves oh, I'll never go watch again you know because that's it really got them you know it was so hard like their own family and stuff you know when they see somebody getting hurt it's very tough for them to to see it or you know to feel it but uh that's part of the game, part of experience, you know. It's been a long way. First time getting hurt and hit, you know. So it's, it's you know, somehow you gotta break that, you know. So now they are used to. Uh, the most, uh, uh hardest stuff is like to come back, you know. Mm. So all that, you know, f- feelings down to everyone, to myself and stuff. So I had to take all the pieces together and come back, train, and, you know, to show, like, you know, I'm still here standing, you know, I'll fight again, you know. It was only, like, a bad experience, but after a bad experience, like, good good things coming after. So I fought twice, I won, so that's my, you know, my third professional fight after that.
1: And to me, it seems like, uh, obviously, you guys, uh, your relationship with Joseph Battaglia... Uh, you guys, in my eyes, are badasses. I mean, just you guys know how to fight, right? And, and that's a compliment I can give you. Like Thank six you. years, seven <laughs> yeah. years of doing this, right? But you're you're quiet confident, almost like Pataglia. You're like Battaglia, you know, is a badass, but he's just confident about the way he way he does stuff. I mean, you know, he used to fight. Not only did he used to fight he the way he runs the promotions, but when I watch, uh, especially you, Adrian, when I, I saw you uh, fighting, he's the calmest guy in the corner typically you know does that rub off on you guys like his
3: his personality he is he is calm because uh since I started you know so we have a like relationship together you know for years so well, basically we know each other you know we know like you know every moment like I'm in danger he knows you know what to do and tells us you know like what's the right timing what to do so and not just that but it feels very like you know confident and so we we will do well and stuff like like, we've been showing and proving, you know? So, that's pretty much it.
4: And, you know, for me, um, you know, I've, I come from a very, you know, rough background. I, my home, you know, my hometown of being uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've always been, I'm a, I've always been used to, uh, to the struggle. And, um, you know, it just so happened that MMA kind of been a, a perfect fit for me. You know, I didn't, I didn't think I'd be here. And, um you know, uh, once I walked through Joseph Bataglia's doors when he used to own the fight club, and um, I tried training under him and started taking a few fights. Like, I don't know, like, his, the way he kind of moves, you know, in the MMA scene and, like, even through our fights, like, that part of you know, that part of that is kind of rubbed off on me. And, like, he, and, you know, when it comes to me and Adrian, um, he doesn't, he worries, you know, as a parent, but he doesn't let it show he doesn't he doesn't let that show and um but he's also confident in us because he knows our ability you know we've been under him he knows he understands and knows our ability and he has complete confidence that we'll come out you know come out uh, on top and on top of that you know I'm I've worked hard for this and I'm always putting in the work and I'm always putting in my my due diligence in this you know in this in this game you can't be a weekend warrior when it comes to MMA that's for sure so he has complete confidence in me and and Adrian our abilities to succeed.
1: And that was the best part about if there was a good part about this Michigan lobby and pass is that you know there was a lot of weekend warriors fighting out yeah. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now that weekend warriors
0: only, in a barn with chickens exactly.
1: So now yeah, n- now with just a few promotions, hopefully it's people that take it serious. Uh, well, and
0: and, 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 and we said when the the whole thing was going on that this is going to. Make sure that the fights that we see, that the fighters that are in the cage are really there. They're in it to win it for the sport. They're not just doing the, you know, hey, uh, I'm throwing a promotion. I need a guy to fight. Hey, Billy Bob, why don't you jump in there with him? You know, yeah. but at the same time, it's also given. And I've noticed since that point in time that every fight has just been getting better and better and better. And that we're gonna see just good fights from beginning to end on every card because that's all you're gonna have left, right. you know. The the Marcos and the Adrians, you know, they're not. They're those are the fighters that you want to see, and right. those are the fighters that are gonna still be going in the future.
4: I kind of almost felt like you know they never, you know, the, the, the MMA markets on the outside never really took us seriously because of that, you know. No, they didn't. You know? No, which it's kind of disheartening because you know me and Adrian we work our asses off for this and then to see you know uh, no you know no disrespect to the people who, have, who, who fought before but like Joe the, the Joe Smoes who didn't really care but to uh, you know this to do it just because oh I like to fight and yeah. you know it's whatever and drink beer like you know <laughs> yeah. for the rest of us like we put our hearts and souls yeah. in
1: this you know yeah right now Marco uh, tell me what makes Adrian a dangerous fighter
4: what makes Adrian a dangerous fighter? Well, <laughs> you know he's got that. You know he's got that years of karate, and that's that's the biggest thing. And you know his movements are, and his movements show. You know it's it's almost kind of like he, he he responds. A lot of times he responds without thinking. You know, and and that's been like, and that's, and I feel that's been a huge help with him in, in his fights. And you know, it's sparring. It's it's so different. You know that that speed, that timing, and that's been drilled in, you know, drilled into, you know, drilled into him, you know, through years, you know, since he's been doing it since he's a kid. You know, his years in karate makes him very dangerous, and also he doesn't really telegraph a whole lot. I mean, if you really paid a close attention, maybe you can get a little something, but mm-hmm. like, he's always like, <clears throat> biggest thing with him, he's always looking you d- deep in your eyes,
1: so he's not. <laughs> He's, he's not, <laughs>
4: he's <knows>. not, <laughs> he's not, he's not telegraphing a whole lot. Yeah. You know.
1: What are you looking for there, Adrian? Uh, looking into their soul? Or are you looking for uh, maybe an advantage that they're giving a tell?
3: It's just, you know, like uh, for me, I look at it as a sport, you know, like just something like it comes into it, you know, it just pretty much, you know, most of the stuff comes like, you know, itself than you're thinking about it you know like, it's instinct it's instinct yeah. like think about it. 20 years you know every day in the gym punching and kicking right and, yeah you know so like as soon as like my eyes see something you know so it's a reaction for everything mm-hmm. that's why you know like on a fight you know like like in most of the fights because you have different opponents so you don't really show like all your arsenal of you know of right the, off the you bat. you know yeah. so but I have been m- much more you know to show and prove too you know but mm-hmm. even those first fight you know in a professional career you gotta be safe too you know you can like just jump and you know fight you gotta like fight smart too you know like, mm-hmm. because you need those wins and stuff because they are very like important till mm-hmm. you, you go to the big show and then you can you know show everything after you know but now you just you gotta like fight you gotta play safe you know not to get hurt sometime you know so it's just you know it's a game it's Mm -hmm. a tough game you know like there's a lot of rocks to move you know in a game so but uh it's it's itself you know just you know be careful and and fight and uh, take advantage for every opportunity you know comes to you in a fight
1: really quickly we got to promote again king of the cage it's happening saturday at yakarina Arena, dot michigan the Downriver area 5 p m saturday these two uh, gentlemen will be fighting uh adrian the question goes back to you now uh what makes marco such a dangerous fighter
3: <laughs> margo is a hybrid right <laughs> <laughs> if Marco hits you like he'll bruise you for sure and you know like or other people you know like have a hard time with him you know so but he's very his ability is very strong, very athletic, you know, and his wrestling it's amazing, you know, so that's why, like, me uh, me and Marco training together, just such a perfect combination, because my weakness is wrestling, and Marco has been, like, you know, karate striking, so like, for both of us training with each other, you know, so it's been, like, you know, trying to get you know, meet each other in the middle all the time, Mm -hmm. you know so I have a very hard time in uh, wrestling, and I give Margot a hard time inspiring and stuff. But uh that's uh, this been the only way for us to get, you know, tougher and tougher. So
1: now growing up in karate, who were your influences? Who did you look up to in karate? I I mean there's gotta be other people out there besides Chuck Norris. <laughs> like everybody likes <laughs> Chuck Norris.
3: Look, uh, yeah, I started when I was a kid, six, seven years old, and in that time the biggest name of history was Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay yeah so like was even now you know like in europe or asia or you know so he's still you know a big name still making right. movies not just that but uh one of the we had an we have an actor like played with van dam for like 20 years mm-hmm. and they're still like working together uh his name is peter malota mm-hmm. so he's very like f- uh when I moved to the United States, you know, I got really close with him and his family, so we are very close, but back in the time, he played this movie uh, when he was a, a Spanish fighter, because that's how all this started, you know, with mm-hmm. those kind of movies and stuff, and then he put an uh, Albanian flag in his belt, you know, because they didn't allow him to play as Albanian fighter, you know, because of the of the promotion of the movie, you know, how to sell, and so he did that and was such a big deal, you know, in, in our country and stuff, you know, so we were, I was really looking up to, to him, like was this guy, uh, he immigrated, you know, in a young age with his family, 14 years old, 16, and then he went to La Hollywood 1920 and he became a movie star, you know, doing movies with Van Damme and was like biggest icon at that time, you know, so for me, it's just tells you like it's it's hope out, out there you know like you'd like never give up you know just live your dreams and and you know maybe you'll so that's pretty much what i've been following so
1: and now currently who do you look up to in the mma world Who who's must-see tv for you if he's on whether it be ufc
3: bellator you're like i'm watching uh i i watch all the fighters you know like uh just i don't have like you know uh personal preferences and stuff you know but i really like i used to look out to mashida because he has the same style like me mm-hmm. yeah so i haven't seen him lately but there was only uh, fighter that you know like i saw and I, that's what made me like oh because karate at that time was uh, not really much big in mma because of more like boxing and wrestling but when you see like nowadays Fighters like Mashida or Wonder boy they come from karate background, you know, and they see like doing good. They just give us more hope, you know, like it's some, you know, it's out there, something out there, like we, we can do good at it. So it just, uh, you know, give us more like to think about it and, you know.
4: you know. more hope that karate works, you know, it's not just the Muay Thai guys, not just the wrestlers, like karate works and it's, it's here to stay in
1: MMA. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, you, you saw the you saw the fads where like okay now this is the big thing in MMA and this, but you guys are so well rounded now. You 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 understand that you gotta know a little bit of every discipline yes. that you don't see these fads as. I, I remember when Muay was like just all of a sudden like you know took MMA like dirty boxing by storm and people were like okay well now you gotta learn that and stuff. It, it, it's so well rounded nowadays. Um, that you do got to train on, you know, everything. I I got a little fun question for you guys. Have you guys made yourself as a character on any UFC games or anything? Be honest. (laughs) No, not yet. Uh, Marco's laughing. I think he has. (laughs)
3: I don't know if that exists. You'll see for, like, insane. PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, got, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but, you know. Yeah. I, uh, oh, yeah, you, you can, can create, your own, own self. Yeah. You create yeah. your own stuff. You can create your own character. I've
4: I've got my own little hybrid on the... On the, on the uh, uh, I didn't know that, but uh, I'm going to work colors on mine. What color is your hair? Sure. <laughs> Do you have, like, lots of tattoos? Oh, um, yeah. I have a few. I, tried, I couldn't find mine. Like, I couldn't, like... You, you couldn't create a script, like, I have one on my... on my right uh, side of my like I couldn't, like... They didn't have, like, a script creator, so, like, I had to, like... Mix and mash and posh, <laughs> <clears throat> and like mix and mash a bunch of different tattoos together
0: and eh, try to make something. It was yeah. it was plausible. <laughs> <laughs> now what 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 is your is uh, PlayStation or Xbox, Xbox One? Okay, so what is your Xbox Avatars record in the game?
4: Uh, I want to say. Well, Maybe seven and one. you felt
1: fight welterweight also on that. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you make it as realistic as possible. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
4: <laughs> I think I haven't played in a while. So and l- look, at
1: Adrian. Right. He's licking his no. chest. Yeah, He's, yeah. Like, He's like, like, I'm going straight mm. to Walmart, picking up the game and doing it.
3: I, yeah. I will take that off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you have to do that. I, I would imagine if you're in this, this, the sport, you have to create your own. Oh game yeah. i sure. You know.
0: I, do, you, uh, do you ever let it just? play as itself or do you always control your your avatar i always control my avatar okay
4: i mean you've i mean you want to be as realistic as possible why not play it yourself right you know
0: well i was just curious if maybe you wanted to see how your how close yours oh, would go I if see. the computer was um, doing it
4: it's I mean, it was a little bit i mean like i haven't really i i, I remember when it first came out i mm-hmm. was playing with a, with a buddy with a with a family with a family friend of mine mm-hmm. and um this new one, I mean, it's a lot better graphically. It's a lot better. A little bit of a, I think, it's a slight learning curve only because, I mean, I don't know. You can't really make your guy a karate guy or make your guy a jujitsu guy. It's, okay. Or it's slight. It's I don't know. It's different. I haven't played in a while. Okay. But, um, we've been busy training. Right. Yeah. Like,
0: of course. But um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, the the question I was saying. and You said that you always control your avatar. Yeah. I was saying if you ever had let the computer nope. play as you, just to see how the computer played as you. No, okay, uh, no, not at
4: yeah. all. Um, I I feel like you know I'm in, I'm in control of my own destiny in my career, right? And you know in my fights, why not be in control of my destiny in the game, right? You know,
5: yeah.
1: We asked Adrian his influences growing up as a, a child. Uh, you, you talked about growing up in Pontiac. Uh, was there anybody that any athlete in any sport that you looked up to? And then currently, which MMA fighter out there is must see TV for you?
4: I don't. Oh wow. Um, I was never really that kid. To, to be to be quite honest with you, um, I don't know. I always saw I always saw the world. You know, when you're when you're living in, when I lived in that city, um, I always lived in a world where you know through my eyes there was a there was, <clears throat> there, was, so black, there was a lot of gray, and there now you're not so much black, but there's a lot of gray. There was always a, maybe a darker side of you, and every, no matter how good you were. So, I just felt like you know, like I never really looked up to a whole lot of athletes to be quite honest with you. Um, I always, I was always f- more focused on with me, um, you know, trying to survive and you know, trying to, you know, figure out you know who I was and myself. And um, yeah, I never really. I, I, it's funny. Um, was there was a commercial with what was it Charles Barkley? Uh, and he doesn't believe that athletes should should be should be role models. He believes that the parents were role models. So I, I guess the the I guess segue into that. Um, the person I actually looked at the most was my mother. You know, she was strong and she was very. She, you know, she was a very strong woman. You know, being a single. You know, being a single parent and you know Pontiac and um, very. Very adaptive, you know. She she did everything from you know doing everything her boss told her to working on her working on her own vehicles in her own backyard. You know she knew mechanics. Yeah. You know we were in a family full of, you know, full of people who uh, was really good with their hands, and um, that kind of rubbed off on me in a little bit. And also her work ethic kind of rubbed off me in a little bit. You know I come from a very um, working blue collar working class family, so that's always you know that's been my attitude and you know the way I've you know, treated my career as an MMA fighter. So um, she's been my biggest inf- inspiration. And now um, in regards to like the sport in general, um, I'm really liking a um, guy I kind of find, you know, I look up to for inspiration, I guess, in MMA. Now I would say GSP is a big one. Okay, mm-hmm. He's, you know, he he shows you that you don't have, you know, you can also, you can be a great MMA fighter and you can also be a great person and people can love you for that. And um, also another good one, um, I would say Tyrone Woodley. He's another, he's um, somebody who's of, you know, of, of color, like myself, who has found, you know, who has found success. And he's very powerful, very, he's, I think he's, I, I think he's, I think he's a good representation of, the, you know, the welterweight division. Say what you want mm-hmm. about, I guess, I guess about like what you really think about him. On the outside, I, th- I really think he's a good representation of the welterweight division in the UFC. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Man, and you guys are definitely, like, humble like GSP, too. Just like, mm-hmm. I don't see you guys on the message boards. I don't see you guys starting stuff <laughs> like some fighters. But yeah. there's a lot of fighters out there that are, like, on those message boards and just, yeah. like, you know. But that's the way to handle stuff, mm-hmm. you know. You you guys do the talking in the cage and it seems to work for you guys. Yeah. And that's good. I know the over the top well, people that everybody wants to be the next Conor McGregor now, so it's even oh, yeah, made it worse yeah. on on the internet. It's like
3: McGregor yeah. has it in character, you know. It's it's, you know, but uh it's not some of the other people. But the difference is uh myself and Marco, like our parents took us in sports, since little, you know. That's most of the parents doing here. Whoever mm-hmm. like has Send their peop- their kids, you know, on uh, uh, on those activities, you know, sports, dance, whatever, you right. know, Just to stay away from the streets, from the bad, you know, words and the right. uh, inflation. So, me, you know, I I started, you know, karate at, at age six, and karate is the most disciplined sport ever, you know. Like here, like if you have a chance, you know, like uh, the sport over there with here. It's you know very like different and disciplined you know because most of it here is like a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents send send kids over there, and those the trainers just worry much you know about the payment a month and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they are very soft with kids and stuff. But I used to be you know uh, fighting for nationals you know like mm-hmm. in a state. So uh, our trainers were tough with us you know. They used to, like, smack us and, you know. And mm-hmm. So it was something normal and that's something, like, gave us discipline, you know. We can even, like, talk during the training or laugh because we'll get, like, a, you know, a five smack right, in the yeah. face, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it happened a couple of times, you, were, you know, sometimes double it, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: what was that coach's name they were just talking about on the radio yesterday about the – he had mentioned that kids today – Brian in, Kelly
1: from Notre Dame the in football sports. Coach. We're talking oh, about yeah. how
2: kids today are are softer, yeah, um, than they were like 20 years ago when it comes to sports. You know, because they're all, all the Everybody parents gets are a like participation coddling them.
0: trophy, right? You can't yell at my kid. I don't believe that. There's no scores because uh, nobody let, wants let, to be a loser. Let, let me tell yeah. you, you
3: know, like uh, I used to. Before I came, here, I used to have my own academy, you know. I had, like, three gyms running. Mm-hmm. And uh, from age to 18, 20, before I moved to the United States. So, and I had, like, you know, uh, team, and, you know, teaching kids. Mm-hmm. I had about almost 150 to 200 kids, you know, like training. So, what it really works, you know, like, me, I had to work with, uh, with parents, you know. It needs to go like a circle. Mm-hmm. But here, if you do something and parents come after you, and you know and here for yeah. everything they will sue you you know so oh, everybody's yeah. scared you know yeah, like, yeah. there nobody like sues you and stuff A- anyone like needs their kids to be like stronger you know oh yeah because bullies are out there all the time you know and if you don't make your kids stronger uh, on the gyms and stuff you know how are you gonna prepare your kids like to be to be out there you know right this, because you know out there is danger sometimes you know
2: well they don't even they, they. he was talking about the fact that they're, the parents now they don't They put their kids up on this pedestal, like you're. You are special. You are special. You are an amazing person in every in every way, and no matter what people tell you, and that. So when they lose, you know, my son is a perfect (laughs) example. He is such a poor loser, and it's really hard to to see how it was for us as opposed to the kids now, like. It, there's a lot. It's a lot differently with, with the coaches and the yeah. players and well, uh, um, everything now.
0: Uh, my nephew, he plays uh, junior football or whatever. And one of the reasons why my brother specifically chose this group was because of the coach. Because the coach is like, yes, we are winning. That is good. But when they lose, he's like, you know what? Yes, losing sucks. But you know what? Now we're going to work harder right. so that we don't lose next time and all the kids are and like you know all these other teams the parents are like oh they lost uh, boo and you know you
2: guys are still awesome you guys are still
0: awesome just, and no the coach the coach will say just, you know what you lost because you did this and you did this and you did this so now we're going to work to make sure we don't do that again adrian Look,
3: like i see it on uh, you know in a in karate world you know mm-hmm. so when you go in the tournaments mm-hmm. they are like in a the division, there are three people, two people, and they have, like, uh, medals and cups oh, for everyone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you lose, and you get, get You get a, everything, you know? yeah. When we used to compete, it was only one medal, only for the first place. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was a war to get that. You know? Right. And to get that, you will be, like, you know, the most, you know, right. the happiest person, you know, to achieve that. Right. Or a diploma, you know? Like, today, you lose, you have, you know, but we... The second place for us was a losing there, you know. Right, yeah. So everyone was looking at the first place. You're not 1st or last. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they just, when, it's just business, you know, because yeah. when the kids go there, they don't win nothing. they do not go back in a, in right. a gym center. But do you there,
2: feel so. like that you're, it's made you a better athlete? Of course. I having, having that kind of not, training not as opposed to the way the kids well, are not now. Not just
3: that, you know, but in all I expect in life, you know. Right. It's, it's like, it as, teaches
2: you respect for as, for as, something besides just, uh, uh, yeah. I got a lot going on in my no, life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Well, uh, let me ask you guys it's a question. let will start
0: off with uh, Marco. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I do. Okay. I am the oldest of, of five altogether. Oh, I was a five altogether. Yeah. Now, with your, you know, fighting and all that kind of stuff like that, do you look at your younger siblings and go, you know, you better better toe the line, or I'm going to whoop your butt. Or
4: oh, oh yeah, but th- at the same time, <laughs> since they were my younger siblings, you know they uh, <laughs> they uh, they've had their share of annoying me, <laughs> yeah. as any younger sibling should. Of course, but, um, yeah. I mean, you know, as you know, being the oldest, I mean, you're kind of the you know the first that they look up to, right? And uh, you're you're kind of the baseline of what you should be, right? And um, the funny part is, like with with me and my my siblings, we don't all do the same thing. But we all kind of think similar in a, in a certain way, and I think it's got everything to do with you know having understanding of like where we were mm-hmm. and you know, and our you know our situation with our mother you know with our mother living and pining at the time and um, turning around back into what we were talking about previously. Um, I, the coaching staff I've always been surrounded by was hard nosed coaches, and they would tell you if we lost. They would hey, we're responsible for us losing, but next week it's gonna be better and we're gonna win. But we all gotta do our jobs. We're all responsible for getting that W. Mm-hmm. It can't just be one person. You know, it's gotta be all of us. If we lose, we're I mean, yeah, okay, we're second, but we need to be first. Right. You know, we need you know, we need to win. And I think that's kinda what we're kinda I I feel like we're we're losing sight of that in a lot of ways. Um, you know, these coaches being afraid of being sued or at, like there needs to be an understanding of, um, you know, when you're at a at a facility, um, you when you're at with facility, you, get, you know, your child's to be safe, but they're also in our custody, so we're not going to hurt your, <laughs> we're right. not going to hurt your child. But no right. accidents they're, happen, they're, but they're, yeah. you know they're under you know they're under us, right? They're under us, and we're going we're we're going to you know train you know we're going to train your your child into you know being able to do you know being able to do things and having um, you know. Um,
2: you got the Rochelle syndrome going. <laughs> <Cool>.
0: <laughs> so much going on, you're trying yes, to get it out. Yes, yeah. yes.
4: But um you know like I've always had you know s- you know r- self respect for myself. Like um, um You know, I, I, I don't like losing. I mm-hmm. don't I don't like to lose. And I think that, you know, having being in that environment, you know, where you if you have that much self respect to you know that um you know, oh, you know, we lost. No, I don't like to lose. I don't want to lose. That's why I work so hard to win. And um
3: losing is part of getting better. Yes. Right. Best, yes. You know, you got to, like, no matter what, nobody's, taking like, you know, perfect. You got to, like, hit those, you know, those part when you realize, you know, what you really want in life. Mm-hmm. Do I really need this? Or do I have to go for this? Do I have to do this? You know, but without, for me, like, Hopefully Marco will not, you know, will never try it, you know. But, for example, that fight that happened to me, you know, like, was the worst thing. Mm -hmm. I was planning to happen in MMA and happened, you know. So, it just, you know, made me realize Mm -hmm. that, you know, I just took it off my chest. And after that, I was not worried anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. It just made me like, I got hurt, you know, and then... It's a question you go to yourself, you know, do I need to do this or not? You know, if you want to do you could just go 100% and do it, you know. Yeah. G- got to come from your heart and stuff. So, And w- not just that, but uh, in that time, I learned that who really people were there for me mm-hmm. after that, you know. So, like, it was, you know, it was such a big experience, you know. So, after that, I made a uh, couple decisions in my life. Because around that time, um a lot of things were going on, you know, so you have to decide, and when you keep things, you know like grow, 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 and it's just your mind is not there that like what happened to my fight like it wasn't myself, you know, and you realize this when bad things happen, you know, but they give you where is the end, you know like it's now it's a new it's a new door for you, so you gotta decide, you gotta make your you know life easier, you know, you gotta put things together for 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 best of you that's how i i look at it so uh from when is a bad experience it's always for best of you you know so you Mm -hmm. gotta like take advantage of that and do what's the best for you after that so that's like for me i never i never take losing as a word or as a stuff you know just just learn better you know Mm -hmm. when you lose like when you win 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 the, all those negativities, you know, like all those that were missing, you'll never pay attention, you know. Right. Because you win. Okay, let's step on. But when you lose, you say, like, "What well, I did wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that part that you were wrong, you're going to fix it. So, it's not going to happen next time, you know. Right. So, that's all those, you know, parts makes you, like, go better and, mm-hmm. and, and higher in career. So Not, you- not just in sport, but uh, look every day in life. Even work, right. you know, even, you know, like you know, our everyday life, you know, like everything it's it's a, it's a fight, you know, mm-hmm. like we, we have to survive, we have to do things, you know, so always something happens, we have to go out there and, and decide, you know, not like, wait, wait, wait till something, you know, mm-hmm. happen and then people get depressed and, you know, they go like down, so, right. but that's the good thing about uh, my my life in karate just have gave me, like, strength and, mm-hmm. you know, how to, like, create uh, and respect life, you know. So no matter what happened to you, it's always a way to get up again.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any siblings? Yes, I have a brother. Older or younger?
3: Younger. I used to beat him. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he do like,
0: karate or any kind of martial arts? or Like,
3: uh, you know, good thing is... Uh, As you guys know, my family is back home, you know, Mm in Albania. So, and um, he's three years younger, but he used to, like, uh, go after me for everything, you know. Every decision, you know, I made. So, I went in a sport, karate and stuff. He has been always following my career, you know. Like, having me as a... uh, He's looking up to me, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, he became a... You know, in karate, become champion over there. And then I came, he started MMA. MMA was not there yet. And he was the first one when they opened a federation and stuff. was the first <laughs> one to join. And if you look it up, he's the best in uh, Albania, in the state, in MMA. So he represents. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, so is
0: there a little bit of s- sibling rivalry between the oh, two of you oh with- yeah so
3: I haven't <laughs> seen him in six years and so has grown a lot you know right yeah and he's like oh when I come there I'll kick your ass <laughs> and stuff like that you <laughs> so know. It, oh.
0: is he like okay my record's you know eight and one now you're like oh I gotta now I gotta go to the next one yeah and-
3: but still the level of fighting over there it's Way far, you know, from here, mm-hmm. I mean, he's still like amateur, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's still it's <laughs> a long way, you know. So it'll be a wake he, like, up call when he, he comes fight he you. He fights with other guys there, you yeah. know, like but they don't have experience, like he okay. wins and stuff. But I was like, yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not the, the same. same thing, you know? <laughs> but sh- sure, Sony, you know, right. You, you you will see you know it's going to
0: be that rocky apollo yeah, moment when he shows gonna, up you're going to yeah. feel like you know what's
3: <laughs> what's what's a real deal you know in this ford you know right exactly
2: <laughs> well how you have such an enormous following like at every single one of your fights your fans family they are the ones that are taking up a good seventy percent of the space, <laughs> yeah. or more. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah. So, is that actual family from here, or is that? Um,
3: I, I, I don't, I don't have like f- big family here, you know. So when I came here, I had only one cousin, and besides that, all you know, they just they became close friends from close friends, you know, in a. Like family friends, you know mm-hmm. so but um, yeah, right now like i have a I have a family, you know because uh I got engaged last year, congratulations thank you she uh, is beautiful, thank you <laughs> so she she has her family here, so now her family is my family too, and plus all these people, fans, and the support they, if if you see there all my friends, you know, they come there with kids uh parents so all my supports are like family supports, you know. It's not like, you know, a bunch of young people or, or or old or young, you know. They are, when they come, they come like, you know, they all, all family, you know. <laughs> they are all into it, you know, all into into the fights. And and I'm the only fighter, you know, to represent them here, you know, in the United States. So they have a lot of pride, you know, behind them. So
1: They probably motivate you, too, to train. Yes. Yeah,
3: it's always in the back of your mind. Yes, of course. You're fighting for more people. Yeah, and I'll never like let them down. You know, when I fight, so I want to make them, you know, always proud and stuff.
1: Now, uh, I don't want you guys to look ahead because you guys got really challenging fights at at King of the Cage. But the future for you guys, past the sport, you guys, uh, obviously, Adrian, with your background in academies and stuff, do you want to stick around the sport long after you
3: retired? Um. Right now, I'm I'm always, like, focusing on, uh, on the fights of myself. But when I retire, I would like to open, uh, you know, to have my own academy and stuff so I can teach kids. And, that's right, and, man. Because and, and like,
1: American karate is
3: ridiculous. Like, you buy your black belt. That's what you do. It's, you just it's, it's 30, like bucks, 30 I, bucks, 30 I, bucks, 30 like, bucks. That's why I stopped. Like, since I came here, this was my only job. I didn't do nothing else, you know. Now I'm into the construction, too, you know. So I never, like, went into the... Uh, to open an academy or teaching kids because it really takes a lot of energy for me because I'm not there just for the job I'm, I'm there with spirit you know so when I want to teach I have pride too you know I want to have a I want to take them to competitions I want them to do good because when they do good you know it's, it's my name there too you know so it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure so that's why when I train now for myself I'm fighting so it's you know it takes a lot of energy for me like to do both but when i retire I i'll do that but at the same time you know i have, i have opened a you know a business you know construction shower doors glass and you know so it's going pretty well good for you so so you know and i'm fighting so right now i'm like i'm going 100% in fighting and 100% on a business so we'll see like what's going <laughs> to go, go the best where's the fiance
2: best, you know? fit in there you no, get, she fits all the time, you know. <laughs> right?
3: But I'm, I'm saying on a yeah. on a professional co- level, way, yeah. you know. But uh, end of the day, you have time for everything, you know. You yeah. gotta like find time for the family, you know, for your fiance, for the sport, yep. for the job. So, yep. and I'm young, you know, so I can take <laughs> it now. But you know, that's why, like, I want to like work as hard as I can now, so not to have this problem when I you know, right exactly and, uh, older age.
1: Now, Marco, how about you? When, when you ha- hang up the gloves, are you going to stick around uh, the sport, or what ideas do you have? Um, I would, you know, um, you know, for me, um, I am very focused. Mm. I'm very, you know, I'm
4: very focused in this. And but, um, when I do end up retiring, yeah, I would, I would like to, I would like to maybe stick around. Um, you know, teach kids, um, especially people, especially kids who are, you know, around my background. And um, we're just looking for that, you know, that place to escape and that place to feel safe when, you know, everything on the outside isn't looking too good. Um, you know, I, um, I would love I would love to really stick around the sport. If I can, you know, play a part in somebody, you know, going far in, into MMA, that would be awesome. You know I, I, um, yeah, I, you know, I would love to, you know, work with, you know, i love to work with kids. And um, I, I have a lot of things I would love to do um, I would like to do after I retire. I've got a whole Well right now me and my girlfriend we're kind of like devising a vision board
0: with like, you know, what we want to be a part of. Are, are you pinning stuff on Pinterest? <gasps> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Okay. No, got no. my an hopes actual, up for a second
4: there. No, an actual physical vision. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but uh, you know, create, we, right now we're in the, we're in the works of creating a a vision board and like things we want to accomplish, accomplish. Yeah. You know, with you know with each other, you know, you know, our careers, you know, whether know, for me, my you know, MMA and you know, business wise, you know, I like to also, you know, maybe get into reality, um, other avenues, but um most especially i really I would really love to I would really love to work with kids. You know, you know, I when I was you know, when I was young I kinda I I did have some people looking out for me, but you know, it's hard because you know, they're not with you. You know, they're not with you twenty you know, they're not with you twenty four seven so they can't Always be there to look out and to right. and to um, you know, to motivate you and inspire you and to you know point you into the right direction. So a lot of times it was kind of me, kind of just like figuring it all out on my own. You know, and my mm-hmm. mom was always there, but you know there was times when she couldn't always be there. So um, if I can play a part in you know in a, in a kid's life, you know to lead them in the right direction, I'd love to be a part of that.
1: And when you guys make it to the next level, I guarantee you one of you guys is going to be a color commentary. Uh, seriously, oh, yeah, you're going to get the call yep. as your fighters and stuff. You guys speak better than me. I've been doing this show for four years. Yeah, I
3: don't know. I've
4: had a, I've got a couple of hiccups. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. Like it's seriously, nice. and you guys got the face for it too. That's that's the thing. You know, they, they the take fighters. Thing. Yeah, yeah. They, we have a face for radio. You yeah, guys have a face right. for TV. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I could see you guys at the next level being a uh, part of the. You know the the stage there at UFC mm-hmm. Fox, and uh, you know giving your commentary. Plus, you guys understand the game. You you guys respect the martial arts and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's that's huge. Where can uh, people follow you, Marco, if they want to follow you? Um, they can follow me well
4: on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can, there's my my personal Facebook page or my athletic page, Marco the Hybrid Smallman. Um, also Twitter, or also on uh, Instagram as the uh, the Hybrid underscore MMA, or on Twitter uh, Firewa- at Firewalker41.
1: And he's going against uh, uh, John White. John you said White. he's six and zero. Oh? He's uh, six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. Oh, uh, so somebody's gonna. Oh, somebody's go. always he gonna go. go. Yeah, in so, uh, the welterweight contest.
4: So ex- expect this fight to go the distance, uh, possibly a submission, and also uh, expect a call out.
1: Oh, oh okay. cool. you're gonna All call right. out somebody after you won. I yes. like it. All right. Wait. He's got. He's got gold. What? Dang. <laughs> I think I know already. <laughs> I told you, I had a vision board. <laughs> I think I know already. Yeah, uh, Adrian, tell us uh, uh, you're, you're seven and one. Uh, who? What's your opponent's name again? And uh, Ty- Tyler Combs. Yeah, and uh, tell us why this fight people should go down to Wyandotte and see this fight.
3: It's uh, because it's a f- it's it's a fight that people supposed to see, right? <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's a fight like yeah. I don't go there. To you know to stay or play in the ground and do boring fights I, I go there I, you know, you're gonna entertain yeah you've got good stand up so. yep you fly it, where can people fo- follow you Adrian uh, they can follow me on uh you know Facebook Adrian Hadribei, The Eagle on uh, Instagram and Twitter at The Eagle MMA and uh, pretty much that's it you know I can give my phone number. If you want. No, don't
0: do that. <laughs> no, 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 definitely no. don't do all that. All 10 That's of our not.
3: listeners would start calling yeah, you. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, so really quickly, no,
3: I'm just I'm going to give the phone, you know, if they need tickets or stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You or they they'll message message on Facebook. We we all,
3: they'll message on uh, on Facebook. So that Instagram. way he
0: can get the 500th tickets sold from the 499 <laughs> tickets he's already sold to his fan base. Exactly. <laughs> his
4: crowd's very uh his crowd's very uh, passionate. Yeah, they are yeah, very they are. passionate.
1: Well, we want to thank you, uh, thank you so much, Marco, for reaching out to us and, and coming in. Uh, King of the Cage, it's happening Saturday, five p.m. Wyandotte, Michigan. Yeah, uh, must must watch. And
0: and by the way, you were right, Brad. Uh, Kiss played at Shut the Yak Center. Really? Uh, yep, it was uh, May twelfth, nineteen seventy four. You're huh. still
1: in the same building that yep. Kiss played in. Oh, okay, definitely. so that's wow. awesome, dude. Maybe yep. you should come out to Detroit Rock City. There you go. I'm maybe. just saying. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I, there's a lot of history there, though. Did they say anybody else? I, uh, just, I, okay. I
0: had to look it up specifically Kiss.
1: I don't know. They've
2: had a circus there.
1: So they've had I'm, more than circuses there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, they, there is a I history would with that building. So. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, you guys, for joining us. Thank you, guys, for uh, having us. We'll yeah. be How back after
4: uh, uh We're going to do tap? What's on
0: Tap, and then we're going to go to a break. All right. Sounds great.
1: All
4: right.
0: Uh, of course, it's got to load because my computer wants to be slow. Come on. Here we go. Let's go. Come on.
5: Hey. <sighs>
0: Technology. Oh, bring it up. Is it up? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. 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 All right. All right. Hold on here. It's my fault. Can I get a picture of you
3: guys? <laughs> okay. Good radio. All right. Here we go. I'll be on a picture, too. All right. going to be on a picture. Sure.
0: All right, once again, this is What's On Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Uh, April 25th at uh, Tunisia, Mississippi. PBC on Fox Sports 1. We have your Dennis uh, Vagas versus Nelson Lara. Uh, 10 rounds for the Junior Welterweights. Uh, April 29th at London on Showtime, we have Anthony Joshua versus Vladimir Klitschko. 12 rounds for Joshua's IBF and the vacant WBA heavyweight title. Uh, Also on April 29th at Las Vegas, PBC on Fox Sports, we have Carlos Zambrano versus Claudio uh, Mareo. Uh, 12 rounds for... Nice, Brad. (laughs) Uh, For uh, 12 rounds for uh, Zambrano's uh, title. Uh, In the MMA world, uh, we just talked about it. Uh, April, just leave it. Uh, April 29th, (laughs) it's Saturday. Oh, man, he's like a one-way hurricane. Uh, April 29th, King of the Cage in Wyandotte. You get to see Adrian. You get to see Marco. It'll be a great fight. Also, April 29th, uh, Knockout Promotions 55 in Grand Rapids. And once again, that's What's on Tap sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. We're going to go to a break, and we will be right back. You're listening to The Undercard, Hand Combat Radio. Welcome
1: back. The show's... (laughs) <laughs> messing up my taco eating.
2: <laughs> I tried to tell you, and you didn't listen. Episode
1: 230. Listens. If you were with us before, uh, really good interviews with Mark and Marco and uh, Adrian there. Uh, go check them out fighting once again. Last time I'm going to promote it, Saturday, 5 p.m., uh, Yak Arena, home of that legendary Kiss show from <laughs> 1972. 74. 74. Yep. King of the cage. Get your tickets from uh, Adrian or Marco. Um, contact them on Facebook. Man, that hot sauce got kicked, too. <laughs> Did you try that? No, that I didn't. That was the one with the X on it, right? Yeah. That's but, got yeah. kick. That's why I put some on it. That I one's mean, got kick. I don't do spicy. I know. I shouldn't either, but, you know, live Live dangerously podcasting dangerously. So um, really quickly, we got some uh, new ring girls i have never been on the show before, so we got to get to know them a little bit. So first off, we're going to welcome Mary. Hello. Nice to meet everyone. Now, you said Mary was short for Marietta? Yes. All right. Marietta. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
6: Well, I am 28. Um, I waitress. Uh, I go to school also at OCC and Royal Oak. Um, what are you going to school for? Well, it was pre med, but I changed it to mortuary science. Holy
0: moly! Ooh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, Why? I
6: had a whole long I had a whole long talk with my counselor, and I just told her I needed to how I didn't have a passion for anything. Like I have switched it so many times since I got out of high school, and I really think that mortuary science is is interesting and. Ever since I have started looking into it, I get so many offers to even just volunteer at funeral homes. Because a lot of people said, like, as soon as I start, he was like, it's going to take you a minute to adjust. So he was like, I'd just rather you come in as shadow to see if you can just... Handle it. Yes. And it's probably going to be a task, but I'm ready. I just... I, I like stuff that keeps my interest. Like, I just... I don't know, I just I I'm a hands on type person.
0: So how far did you get in pre med before you decided to switch?
6: Not far at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I started doing my pre and everything and the and then I got to almost the waiting list, well not the two and a half year waiting list. For med
0: school? Yes.
6: Yeah. And it just um yeah. I I no. Nah. It's like what? Um, like
1: screw the living. I'm just going to work yeah, with the dead people.
6: Right.
0: Exactly. Well, and speaking as somebody who has worked in the medical field, you know, dead people don't talk back. So really,
6: <laughs> you, I yeah. mean, not saying like that, but I'm just wait, saying wait, 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 wait. You're, you're doing well in mortuary <laughs> science, aren't you? No, I'm saying you have you have worked in the medical field for as.
0: Uh, Well, I was a combat medic in the military. And then I also worked uh, in the emergency room as a uh, emergency room technician. Uh, And now I work uh, with a medical supply company um, doing whatever. But I actually, when I got back from uh, deployment from Afghanistan, uh, I went back to school to try to be a physician's assistant. But I, I quickly learned that uh, School is not for me. It was your
2: math skills. I remember. <laughs>
0: well, it wasn't even my math. It wasn't even my math skills. It was I like if you if you put me in front of a body and you say this is how you do this particular procedure. Boom. I see yeah. it once. I do it once. And I will fr- – I remember how to remove a piece of shrapnel from a human heart, how to cut it from the uh, pericardium sac, how to use a um, uh, um, a Foley catheter tube to plug the hole and do a box suture, then do a whipple stitch, sew it all back up again, and then send them on for transport. I saw it once. I did it once. I will fr- – re- forever remember how to do it. I even did it on an actual person in Afghanistan because the doctor, the surgeon on staff had no idea what to do and I said, sir I saw this once and he said, try it. So and I did. And wasn't nervous. And I wasn't nervous at all. But if you sit me down in front of a, in a classroom and you say, okay, we're going to do a lecture, here's the biology of the mitochondria. you know, uh, uh, mit- uh shoot, I can't remember right now. uh m- <sighs> The powerhouse, of the cell, the uh, mitocardium or something um, like you know, if you do like, I don't, I it don't, I don't remember. I, I can sit there, I can read the book, I can study my notes. You I sit down for the test, boom, it is gone. But you show me to how to do something, and I will forever remember how to do that. So schooling doesn't work for me unless there was some way to for everything to be a physical action. It doesn't work for me. So I. that's why I had to change my my field of study to something else, which then I lost all my you stuff. My, Anyways. my um,
6: family doctor, <laughs> he actually told me that because when I first got out of high school, I was looking into being a pediatrician. And yeah. He told me that's the worst thing you can do. And actually, he told me to do to be become a physician assistant. Yeah. He said they make it just as much as doctors,
0: almost as much, and you're working under the doctor's license. You don't have to. Uh, he um, said it's
6: less schooling,
0: and it's it's two years less schooling. Plus, there's no. Um, Uh, what is it, residency or anything like that that you have to do. But, yeah, physician's assistant is what the doctors that I deployed with, they're like, when you go home, this is what you have to do because of all the stuff that I was able to do. And then I got to school and went, yeah, I don't think I can do this. (laughs) From my
1: experience, it's tougher to become a physician's assistant. Physician's assistant. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. The the two years is fast-paced. There's no breaks.
6: Is it sale uh, all the way? Oh yeah, it's
1: pretty like, much. It's yeah. like foot to the pedal. They they demand the money up front for the program, which is interesting. Um, mm. That that normally eliminates most people. Mm-hmm. That's how they they like demand the money up front. But that's the physician assistant students that I saw were better equipped than some of the med students I saw at three and year three and year four.
0: So um, as a emergency room technician, I was better equipped than the med students that were coming out of schools. I'm just saying. Oh, that, no, we believe. It. Yeah. I'm just saying when the doctor says, listen to the ER tech, shut up. That's when you know things are bad. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we got Shannon over
1: there. Ring girl, Shannon.
7: Hello. Tell,
1: tell us a little bit about yourself.
7: First of all, I just want to say Mary's career is way more awesome than mine, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I am a professional dancer, actress, and singer, and with uh, pursuits to eventually relocate to L.A., and right now, I currently teach ballroom and Latin dancing here, and I also dance with two different companies professionally, and that's where my passion lies the most, is in dancing and acting, because the most fun time is to be someone else. Yep. That's
1: so exciting. Jimmy what? also comes from a background. I, of, uh, I, I was acting. a professional, <laughs>
0: professional actor. He has uh, a jack of all trades. Wow. Yeah, professional <laughs> the actors, Jimmy of all do, trades. Yeah, the Jimmy yeah. of all <laughs> trades. Um, what uh, What two professional dance companies are you with?
7: Um, I well, I'm kind of ending with one of them. Uh, it was called Big Red Wall uh, Productions, and then the other one is Subtle Dance Company. They're both kind of up and coming. Okay, professional because. Yeah. In Michigan, the dancing, the dance community is very different than it is like out in LA. You know, it's um. But right now, I'm waiting to hear back about a dance program where I'd be working directly with Beyonce's choreographer. Oh wow! So okay. So that would be a pretty big deal. Yeah. So fingers Dang. crossed on that one. And
0: what uh, what styles are you trained in?
7: Um. Well, ballroom and Latin is my main style that I've mm-hmm. been doing for 11 years, and then everything else I've been doing for about nine years. I do ballet, jazz, hip hop, contemporary, and modern tap. No. No tap? No. Oh, I playing. love tap. I
0: did tap. Tap is like the one thing I can do. I used to
7: live in New York City, and I went to school there for yeah. dancing and acting, and I did take tap for a while, but that for, it was thing? not it was not yeah. my thing, you know, yeah. but I have the ballroom in Latin to help yeah, me stand yeah. out, so right, well, yeah. I, I guess I can leave the tap.
0: <laughs> I, I have a, uh, um, and I can't remember the name of it, is it um, in ballet when you, in the air, I can't remember pirouette. the name of it now. No, like it's not. A, that's not a pirouette. Uh, uh, just, 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 just like a
7: jump, or it's like, a
0: jump, but it's when your legs are split. <coughs> <It's>, there's a <laughs> technical term there's, for it in ballet. There's like a, a jassé or something. Jete, uh, jete. Oh, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> jete. Um, I have a, I have a good vertical leap, and I can do the jete fairly well, but like the Ram and all this like that, I'm terrible. But tap, I can do tap. So that's why I'm like, oh, you're a dancer? Do you do tap?
7: I love watching tap. I, yeah. I'm really amazed by people who can who can come up with their own rhythms and everything.
0: Uh, on Glover, I mean, mm-hmm. amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's,
7: a, it's pretty incredible. But, you know, for me, I guess I just, I started so late dancing anyways. I yeah. was like 12, you know. So
0: <laughs> Did you grow um, up in did not I didn't I didn't left, start doing, doing anything until I was yeah. like eighteen. Well, so i mean. everybody
7: I knew, you know, I had to do a lot of yeah. catching up because everybody else I knew started when they were two or three. Yeah. So I had a lot I had about ten years of catching up to do. Yeah. But I, I worked uh I used to dance thirty five hours a week when I was in high school.
0: Oh so, wow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Are you a That's fan a
1: lot, of dancing yeah. with the stars?
7: That's actually why I started dancing.
1: Dancing um, with the Stars? Yeah, the show? I
7: told my parents. My parents never told me I had to do anything. You know, they never got me into any, like, sport or anything. But I decided I was, like, I was 12 years old. I was like, Mom, I really want to do this. Let's go to Arthur Murray. I want to try it. Shit, <gasps> how long is that? I was going yeah. to
0: say, I have to ask, how old are you?
7: I'm almost 23.
0: <sighs> that show's been on that long? Yeah. Really? When she said, When she said Dancing with the Stars is what got her in there, and I remember her saying she started dancing when she was 12. I'm like,
7: <laughs> It's been a long oh time. God. But I actually prefer So You Think You Can Dance now just because okay. I feel it's more well-rounded with people who actually worked hard to get yeah. there as opposed to. But I do celebrities. Love, and I do yeah. love the professional dancers on Dancing with mm-hmm. the Stars, but I don't like how much of a popularity contest yeah. it's become.
0: That's really so. all it is. That's all any yeah. of them I'm really gonna, are. I'm going to
2: throw my, my
7: uh, where's my, my siren?
0: I don't know. Oh.
2: <laughs> One of the, the choreographers for So You Think You Can Dance, uh Sonya Taya? I went to school with her.
7: Yeah. yeah. At Wayne State? No. Or high, school? high school. Elementary, middle oh, wow. school, really? high school. Yeah. She's I've actually gotten the chance to work with her quite a bit of times and she is she her and Travis Wall are my two favorite choreographers in the whole world. She is an amazing person and choreographer.
2: Yeah, I remember she used. To, she used to be the little star of our dances. You know, when you get the little circle around the people, mm-hmm. she was always the cool one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was in the, the talent the bigger, show with her.
1: Bigger
0: things. I mean, what was the talent show? What do you mean? What you did mean? you do?
2: Yeah. I, I didn't do something with her, but she was in the. Talent oh, show oh, 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 oh! Okay, with I thought
0: you were saying you were in a. No, a, okay. she did a
2: dance routine in it. Yeah. Of course,
0: of blue everybody. I was in there.
2: Greece with her. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Awesome. So yeah, she played cha cha.
0: Yeah. I, I went to high school with a guy that now works as uh for Cirque du Soleil as one of those ribbon dancer things oh, or whatever. Yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, Wait. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. He uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, oh, he, uh yeah, interesting character. How many
2: times do you, I have to hit the bell for you?
0: Probably a lot, but exactly. I know a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. I you I know you do. Let us have our moment, Brad. <laughs> Dude, I'm letting you have I know, it
1: right I know, now. I know. I know. I'm letting you guys have your dance dance conversation. And yeah,
2: and my, <laughs> my daughter's in dance. I just volunteered to help her recital.
7: Isn't it crazy with mom. those dance moms? <laughs> um, I try and steer clear. Really, where does she dance at?
2: Mary Ellen. Okay, school of
7: dance. Okay, that's awesome. I did start at Arthur Murray, but. Um, I taught there later on for another year. I started as a student there and then I taught there for a year, the one over right over here on 13 in Woodward. Oh. So, yeah, for and that was interesting, but I actually preferred to do international latin and ballroom, so I trained with a professional coach from Poland for 4 years. After oh wow, that, okay.
5: So. Mm-hmm. Very so. awesome. I'm sorry.
6: So do you have to have rhythm for those type of things? Because I don't have any, not a lick. I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> Closer to have, the mic.
7: I don't have a lick of rhythm. So, I, I mean, would it be hard for me to catch on? Well, I teach ballroom and Latin. So for me, I feel like I, I could probably teach just about anyone I've had. I've had every type of student there is to have. But you can be taught rhythm. It's just not going to be as easy for you as someone who just naturally Like gets it's hard, hard for it me to get music. on beat to clap. So we would work with you. Gonna
0: yeah. help you. <laughs> nice. I, I was just going to say, speaking as a straight white boy, no rhythm cannot be taught. I'm just saying.
7: Uh, you, I, can, you can get a basic understanding yes, of it, but will you, you ever be a professional? No. N- no. No. Yeah, because when I used to take monitoring
6: dance when I was in high school for four years, and she used to be like, Mary, do you hear the beat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the beat. And I used oh, to be like no. this. I hear the beat and she used to be like, "Then why can't you get it?" And I was like, "I don't know." I used to say that all the time and I just and I still don't have any rhythm and I'm 28.
0: <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I got rhythm.
6: <laughs> I got. Yes, that's DJ. me at church on Sunday. Yeah. Like everybody is doing like I'm I'm sitting there like yeah. You can just start the slow clap in a moment it.
7: instead <laughs> of doing that. The
6: 80 slow clap. Yes, you know how. I, and I try to and my mama be like this. And when everybody else clap, Mary, you go in. And I'm just like, okay, Mom, I'm just not going to clap. It's hard. Uh,
0: no, I know it's hard. That's why I'm laughing.
6: Uh, I agree. Uh,
0: now, but Mary, is... She
2: wants to, like, cut people open, but she can't clap. That's true. It's
0: hard. That, the, the two have nothing to do with each I'm other. I'm just thinking,
7: like. I don't mean. know. I like both of those no. things.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, but Mary is a baseball fan. What's your favorite team?
6: I don't have a favorite team. To you just love I... baseball? Yep, I I have went to a Tigers game. Actually, I have went to two. I just like I just like the atmosphere to be honest, and I like the hot dogs. Okay. I'm a big hot dog <laughs> fan. <laughs> I really like the hot hot dogs. So I'm, I just like I'm a sports girl. The only thing okay. I really don't understand is football. I I can't get with it at all. Okay. On that no type of level.
1: But you don't have a favorite team. I mean, you're from Detroit. You. Wouldn't root for the Tigers?
6: <laughs> I've I been to two Tigers games, and I, you know, I would root for them, but I just don't. I, I'm not into it enough to have a favorite. Like, okay. I yeah.
0: By the way, they're losing right now, Tigers. Oh. Yeah, oh. two to nothing, bottom of the first.
6: That was so crazy because I was going to wear my Tigers outfit today. <laughs> <you
1: tell me. laughs> uh, so what other sports then do you like?
6: Basketball. Okay. And who is my favorite team? Well, it used to be Miami Heat. But, you know, since they off the map now, it's just I go for your You're a
1: bandwagon it. jumper?
6: I kind of am. because <laughs> I, I, You know, I just go with where my boyfriend goes or my best friend because they both love, 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 love sports. Like, <clears throat> really love sports. So I used to be for Miami Heat and now I go for Cleveland or the Warriors. I really like the Warriors.
1: Let me tell you why you can't be a bandwagon jumper here. <laughs> and Rochelle will verify because she saw pictures in the past.
5: Okay.
1: <laughs> I've been a Cubs fan since I could remember. My dad used to I had Cubs pocket schedules before Tig Tigers was my American League team, but National League team Cubs, right? they sucked and they, even when i was in in chicago they sucked i mean they were good but they weren't going to win it all if you if i would have bandwagon jumped i would have never got to experience this past year where it all came together for the cubs and it just like it was just the happiest little freaking moment away from my son being born that I've ever had, and when you're ban and jumping, you you can't have that. You got to be there for the losing years. I knew you. So was you about appreciate to... <laughs> the good.
6: I knew you was about to go back to the losing speech.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like Adrian. He was just like you got to learn from the losses. And but stuff. it's
6: like all the players that left the Heat anyway. They just but you got to love the team. You right. It's a team spirit, right? It's no in team. I get that. You
0: gotta I, pick a team. You you like bandwagon jumpers? <laughs> no, I hate bandwagon jumpers. But I also think. That, but you know me in sports. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a huge. I mean, I I enjoy sports, but people get way too involved in sports. At least my betting personal thing it. yeah well not necessarily betting on it but like you know they know like every stat of every player on that team or whatever and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna sit i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna go home and I, that's you know from beginning to end or whatever if my team wins great if my team doesn't win eh. but i'm gonna encourage that more for every
1: american right now because why are you wor- shaking your head at me <laughs> the, the world's getting crazy we it's need pathetic. some escapism Seriously, but
0: that's what movies are for. Yeah, that's what, that's movies, what movies, movies are do. for. No,
2: because you know what movies we watch? We watch movies about like
0: B for Vendetta. <laughs> I love I love B for Vendetta. But watch it now yeah. and tell me that ain't Trump. <laughs> um, pretty close no it's not but it's I'm afraid that's what's gonna but happen that's what I mean because
1: yeah, of him I, yeah. not, that's, yeah, exactly. that's what he's talking yeah. about the, the fear and the Oh yeah. that, the that wall
2: was our, oh, that yeah, was yeah, our yeah. date yeah. movie last night
0: yeah she couldn't make it well, well. you guys uh, I was see, tired not, I had to work it for not, not this weekend but the following weekend you have Guardians of the Galaxy I know see. two oh.
1: yep two Are you guys a fan Yeah. no I
6: don't
1: even know what it is I like Chris Pratt a
6: lot
0: Guardians of the Galaxy
6: I don't watch a lot of TV
0: Marvel Mary
6: okay outside. we're gonna
0: have to we're, we're gonna have <laughs> we to get, get you, and, you some <laughs> training yeah. to do all right and uh, we also have coming up we also have thor ragnarok which right. comes out he doesn't on, care on netflix on netflix we have the defenders which is daredevil jessica jones iron fist and he power care. man all watching <laughs> together and then in december we have the new star wars
1: oh yeah
0: i'm in yeah
1: uh, you, you just watched the, the trailer
0: the new Star Wars? Yeah, yes. The Last Jedi. Oh, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I, yeah, now. The was, time of the Jedi has has to come to say, an it end.
6: It doesn't look like you're too enthused.
0: No, we I forgot like, oh. I watched the preview. Yeah, I did watch whatever. the preview. We have Wonder Woman. Oh, and Wonder Woman. I forgot. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yes. Uh, new Justice League comes Justice out. Justice League. But that's not this year. That's next year. Wonder Woman, I believe, is. is Wonder Woman is this year. This year, and I believe Justice League. League. But you were right. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think that's going to be a disaster, anyways.
2: Mm,
0: I don't know. Okay.
2: Which one, I Wonder Woman or Justice League?
0: Both. Mm-hmm. No. Chris Pine. Well, not only Chris Pine, but I I, I think it's going to be okay. But Justice League, I think it's going to be saved by uh, the kid that they have playing Flash. Yeah, and Jason, And Jason uh, Momoa as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I think the two of them yes. are going to save that movie. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Drago. You
2: are my sun and moon.
0: Yes.
7: You guys moon of my know, life like, my sun and, sun and stars you guys yes. probably don't know like any of the shows that I watch on Netflix probably
0: uh, no I probably do what do you watch
7: uh, right now I'm watching Girl Boss, which is based on the life of Sophia Amoruso, who founded Nasty Gal. Hey, I,
0: uh, I haven't watched it, but it's yeah. in my queue.
7: And, of course, 13 Reasons Why. Because <laughs> my son I can't is watch obsessed it. obsessed with that.
0: I can't watch I it. I
7: just I watch finished it. watching it. And when I, say I
0: read the book. I can't watch my the co- show.
6: My co-workers, I was in the back. She was asking me my opinion on it. Should she watch it with her daughter or without her daughter? And I, I really said she should. Oh, because really? it, okay. it was really, really touching. Like what it goes is. on in the schools today, and and I was thinking, like when I was in school almost ten years ago, it didn't seem like it was that much pressure. I don't know if I was just that like the in crowd girl, because that's how that's what it is about. But it's just yeah, it was really touching. Like I cried at the end. It yeah, really, my really my fifteen really year old son, he's like,
2: mom, you have to watch it
6: because it's it's all the
7: signs.
0: It's. It's brutal. Yeah. It really? is brutal. It's getting a lot yes. of
7: backlash right now, but it really is a story. People are trying to focus it's on a eye opener. the graphic scenes, but it's really about how all, all of our actions affect everyone. So the kinder you are to people, the better the world is going to be.
0: So. I read the book. I can't – I mean, I, I barely made book. it through the book. I barely made it through the you book. It's, it. just it's a so, hard read. Well, it's not even – It's not. it's not only that, but it's just – like, Kids can be it, cruel. It, oh, yeah. Kids Well, can be but cool. I, I mean, it was different when I was growing up. But the same torture that, that uh, the main character in the book goes through is the same torture that I went through growing up in school. The only difference is I had an escape. I could walk away. Like when I left school, I didn't have to see my tormentors. Mm. Now – with social, social media, media and everything, it never mm. goes away. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah. I couldn't like because I, I I put myself in that position, and I I yeah, it was too brutal. It was Everybody too brutal. Everybody
6: thinks that it roots from social media because social media wasn't so big probably like ten years ago versus how big it is now. So just like he said, like it just doesn't stop. It's i it, he's right. It just doesn't stop. So. Yeah, it, it, I would say watch it. It's very, very touching to know what goes on in the schools. Like, when I was in high school, I wasn't thinking about drinking or smoking. You, Them kids on the show was filling up their
1: things. Yeah, uh, the bad of social media definitely outweighs the good, yeah. I think. There
0: is a lot of good, mm. you know,
1: but then the bad is just so bad that you're like. It's well, we need to,
0: I and, and it's. It, Social media has grown at such an exponential rate we haven't really as a society um I don't even want to say come to like terms with it, but like we need to have like more you know if you physically attack somebody like in real life, if I were to walk up to you even as a kid, if I were to walk up to you and punch you in the face, that's assault mm-hmm. okay um, or that's battery. assault is when I verbally mm-hmm. attack you or whatever, and there are laws against that. There are laws against me physically punching you, but there are no laws against bullying somebody on social media. Should be. There and that's what I'm saying is social media has grown to such an exponential rate, but the laws, the the consequences of the things that are happening on social media hasn't caught up. And that's what we need. We need those types of things where if you bully somebody on social media, you're done. You're toast. Toast. You're done. You're out. You're gone. And, and to the point where it, it has to be so strict and so swift and so exact that kids won't dare do it anymore. And we need to find better
1: safety nets, though, and fishing nets. And, and prime example is uh, a story that I heard about a um, guy broke up with his girlfriend. Girlfriend worked in a restaurant. She was 18. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she was cheating on him at the restaurant or what, but he decided that I'm going to Yelp review under 10 different profiles and get this restaurant shut down for mm-hmm. health codes and stuff like that. The maliciousness of people, and, and none of it's true, you know, the 10 Yelps weren't true, you know, this this guy has to do it, but people don't look into the reviews or anything like that. There's got to be bigger safety nets about what's put out there. I don't like that well, everybody thinks they're an effing critic at every yeah.
0: restaurant. Well, and that's uh, that, that's like, why I don't like Yelp. Um, but <clears throat> the, the other thing is with that is – I mean, yeah, he can post negative reviews all he wants, but it's not going to get it for health code violations. But it's not going to get shut down if the health code ins- or the health inspector goes there and goes, um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this place. No,
1: no, but you, you, you will get people that. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Yes. People. Yes. You know what I'm yeah,
0: saying? I um, speaking of uh, I, I don't want to. Uh, we're talking about social media, we're talking about you know outrageous things or whatever like that. Uh, this was a story that Brad came up with, and I want to get the ring girls' uh, opinion on this. So, um, Nordstrom, Nordstrom, uh, what was it fine last year? Find department store, fine yeah. department store, but uh, was it last year that they were selling the rocks wrapped in leather for like $95? Yeah. and – I mean, it was a rock. I'm sorry, what? It wow, was yeah. They sold rocks. They rolled. They sold a rock like a that was wrapped in leather.
2: Was it a pet rock?
0: No, no it was just a rock, rock ra- <laughs> wrapped that in leather, and they no. sold it for ninety five dollars. Just nothing about it except for it's a rock wrapped in leather. Ninety five dollars. Give gold us your money. In it? Nope, just a rock. <laughs> was it actually? Th- I being could a rock? I could go out into the parking lot, take a rock, just wrap it in leather, and sell it for ninety five dollars.
2: If you planted it, would it bring you treasures?
0: No. Hmm. No. And if – yeah, no. Uh, But uh, uh, not to be outdone with that ridiculousness, uh, Nordstrom decided to – now they are selling a pair of jeans that is covered in, quote, unquote, fake mud for $425. Uh, The Barracuda straight leg jeans feature – Obvious splashes of what Nordstrom calls quote unquote caked on muddy coating, given the effect of being worn on a day in the dirt. In its description for the pants, the company says they embody ruggy, rugged American, I'm sorry, they embody rugged Americana workwear that has seen some hard working action, and that when they worn They show you're not afraid to get down and dirty. Now, um, I don't do either one of you know who Mike Rowe is from Dirty Jobs. Okay, so there's a there's a guy that uh, had a show. guy that does the Ford commercials, right? He does the Ford commercials now too. Yeah, Um, but he uh, he had a show called Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe, and what what it was is he would find people that would do really dirty jobs, like clean out sewers (laughs) and coal mining and you know, really down, like, get your hands dirty, down in the dirt, dirty work, you know. It was really good. And he's a very big proponent on, you know, colleges are, you know, we're, we're telling our kids that unless you go to college, you're not going to amount to anything. And there are a ton of trades, you know, where you get dirty, but it's a good job and you make good money and, you, you know, hard work is not a bad word. You know, and that's what uh, his whole thing was about. Uh, so when he discovered this, uh, Mike Rowe said that um, that this is just a proof of our country's war on work. He said they're a costume for wealthy people who see work as ironic, not iconic. Jeans made to look like you work hard so you don't have to. Um, uh, another person, uh, Brian Kilamade. Uh, they criticized the jeans was saying if you're going to wear muddy jeans you should earn the mud um, <laughs> uh, she said these things uh, um, are air hard I'm sorry to pronounce it uh, she said for the kid who uh, the pants are for the kid who inherits the millions of dollars the kid who doesn't want to work hard and wants to go into Nordstrom pay a lot of money and act like they work
2: he's going to get that participation trophy yes not exactly not
6: winning
0: exactly I, I, I just, like, this... I mean, honestly, like...
6: Would you pay four twenty five for some jeans? I
0: would pay four twenty five for, like, a car. First we I mean, ask, I did, but... First off, we
1: have to ask the girls. Are, like, muddy jeans a turn-on?
7: Not unless I'm, like, looking for Joe Dirt. No. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I hope not. Uh, I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> I, I would have not been until i seen them, but I haven't personally seen them in person. But... No, I, if you've seen some guy, you know who looked good everywhere else, but then he's got mud on his jeans. I just be like, oh, where are you coming from? Like, you know how you just look at something and it it just doesn't catch your eye, oh. but it does. Oh, and it so it works
1: for you. So like, you might make conversation with a guy if You're he's like,
6: wearing I, it. It reminds me of my I could dad, start so. random conversation <laughs> off your pants. Like, those are interesting pants. Where did you get those from? They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes them? Those
0: muddy jeans would look better on uh, the floor.
6: But I wouldn't pay 425
0: for them. I was going to say, <laughs> if the answer is not uh, Levi and uh, I was just, uh, you know, working in the mud, then, yeah, boot him to the curb. They said, oh, I bought them at Nordstrom. Mm-mm. Nope. I would probably yeah. be asking
7: nope. a man, why did you spend $425
0: on a pair of jeans? You're a man. I'm sorry. That's, Unless it, it's
7: a suit, it's not worth it. I haven't, I haven't, so haven't even paid
0: $425 it. for a suit. I've had a tailor-made suit. <laughs> what? Taylor made suit, the most I have paid was $150. Well,
6: what about, have y'all heard of Robin Jeans? I have a friend that Robin paid. Jeans? I had a friend that paid over $700 for those okay. Uh, I uh, it's Robin, the what Okay.
0: No, Robin, no. R-O-B-I-N?
6: R-O-B. Yep. Robin Jeans.
0: Robin Jeans. Uh,
6: yeah. You see how they... Oh, my God!
0: Well, Let me see. see. What? Hold on.
6: Uh, no, no. They're not $56 at all. Hold on. But
0: you see how flashy they are. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna. Yeah, go, kind of turn. I can't. They go for turn like $700. It,
6: They're in like
7: Nordstroms, Neiman's, Market. What? Unless David Bowie wore those, I don't <laughs> want them.
0: David Bowie, <laughs> uh, new arrival, hot men's Robin jeans denim with wings, American flag jeans, yeah, I'm it up. plus size. I mean, what the? Hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go. <sighs> Uh, hold on. Okay, that was robinjeans.com. Let's see. Hey, I'm at Nordstrom. The dirty jeans are ridiculous.
6: Yeah, I think my friend has a pair of shorts. She paid probably like 300 for. Yeah. These ones are the washed, long, flat
2: biker jeans. They are on sale for 350
6: see, You see what I'm saying? I they read they were 500
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a whole bunch of different types of robin jeans. Mm-hmm. That's why. Well,
6: this is Saks.
0: Yeah, well, I'm oh about God. to look so, up Neiman Marcus. But, you
6: know, I just don't understand why any grown man would want anything on the back of his pants to draw attention to him. No. You see? Well, let's see the back.
0: Gotcha.
6: I got it. Yeah, my-
0: here's one for 625 Robin Jeans Moto Style Cargo Jeans Dark Blue, $595, Distress Slim Fit Moto Jeans Blue. You- How
7: much is that t-shirt? Just a t-shirt. Uh,
0: I don't even... It doesn't even say.
7: You well, can get pi- those same pants at H&M for like $20.
2: But these pants I'm looking at, these whatever, <laughs> wow. they're the washed long flat biker jeans, oh my God. they are sold out of every size except 42s.
6: That's just... unbelievable. Because well, a, a uh, lot of people... Sorry. To no, go ahead. Wrong. Go ahead. A lot of people in my era buy those jeans. Why? What, do, l- they, what do they do
2: for work? Yeah. <laughs>
6: now nah, that, I most of them work at like crack Chrysler plant
2: crack or like, <laughs> yeah, I was like selling the crap. selling the crack oh, right yeah. exactly no but I'm looking at these pockets and that is just ugly yeah. my mama
6: would never approve of me buying I, I I not even a hundred dollars on pants
0: oh my god I can't I can't no. I can't I don't think in my entire life and my entire life, from the time that I started buying my own clothes at, like, 18 years old to now I'm 40 years old, I don't think I've spent $800 combined <laughs> on my entire <laughs> wardrobe. No way. Yeah, way. I don't buy anything unless it's $20 or less. He's
6: worn the same hat
2: for four years. Uh, well, well but this, is, is, this is a special hat. Yeah.
0: Okay, so how often do you hat? treat
6: yourself? What do you treat yourself to?
0: I don't... Games? Huh? Video games. No, actually not. No, because I won't pay more than $20 for a video game. If it comes out, I wait like a year or whatever until Uh I can buy it from GameStop for $20 or less. The only thing that I've – the most expensive thing that I've ever bought for myself, (sighs) I would say was probably a TV. Uh uh You
6: were treating yourself?
0: I was well, it was but see that's just it. It wasn't just for me, it was for me and nah, my now acts too. But
6: something personal, you know. I don't
0: I don't. I don't treat myself ever. Ever glasses.
6: Anything. Glasses. <laughs> sunglasses. I bought myself the, some good sunglasses. The, that was treating myself. They was fifty dollars. Uh I didn't need fifteen
0: dollars at a gas station. Oh uh, yeah. I mean seriously, I don't, I don't. If I'm gonna buy something, it needs to have either I'm buying. Like I've spent a good deal of money, but it's always been for somebody else. I will not spend money on myself because to me that's just selfish. Well, I it's no, it needs, you, you it don't it's, have it
2: like a a, a splurge. <laughs>
0: No, I again the only thing the only time I, if I buy something, it's either for a practical purpose, it's something I'm going to use, something I need, or it's for somebody else. Jimmy, you're just no fun. <laughs> yeah. But I am fun. i like if I my splurges are like going to the movies. Like that is a splurge for me is going to the movies. Well, okay, well
2: then that's that's what you would treat yourself with is you know, hey but I, Guardians of the Galaxy is mm-hmm. coming out in a week and a half, I'm
6: there. Manay
0: early. Yeah. <laughs> well uh, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, I I like. Yeah, maybe, but see, it's not. It's never just. I mean, yeah, I I go because I want to see it, but it's never just me. It's always me and somebody else. Oh yeah, I'm always taking somebody else, and I pay, you know, because I want. I don't want to go by myself. So hey, come see the movie with me. I'll pay. I love going to movies by myself. I hate going I to movies I by myself. I do. I love going
7: to movies by myself. I enjoy them more. I
1: can't. Yeah. There's no I nobody's mean, in
7: my way to talk to me when I'm trying to watch it. You get to
1: see what you want. You don't
0: talk during them anyways. <laughs> right. I know. I just. Don't, I had a bad experience You're when at I me went. Like
7: that. I was. Just
1: I saying
0: went. That. I had a bad experience <laughs> a when backstory. I went by myself one time, and I can't I go back ever again. What kind of theater I'll, did, I'll did you go you? in? Yeah. Really? No. It was a regular theater. It was uh, Rocky. It was Rocky Balboa. That was the movie. Okay. I'm not going to talk about it on air. Ooh. Okay. Was Paul good.
7: Rubens there in the back corner? There.
0: Pee-wee <laughs> joke. And she's young. And she knew um, a Pee-wee joke. He was not in the theater. No. I'll, uh, I'll tell you off All here. right.
5: We'll tell you off
6: I was like that. I went to Houston like two yeah. weeks ago. And we went to the IPEX theater. And they give you a blanket, a pillow. Wow.
2: You can do <laughs> no, you can, no, no. i am not use, No, I'm not using somebody yeah. else's pillow. They give Have you, you ever a, flown? Um,
1: Wait, is
7: it a new
6: one?
1: I don't
2: use like pillows a... there. Wow. I bring my uh, own.
6: Not to my knowledge, they either ask you, do you want to lay down or do you want to uh, sit up and eat? Because they, the features are food. Like you can sit down in front of you, like with a tray, or you can lay down with it, and they bring you a pillow. And then it's a button in front of you where you push, so they can come serve you. During yeah. the movie? During the movie. They came and served us all I feel all like that's movie. distracting. It's yeah. just right here. You just push it like, and then they just, like waitresses at the movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: That's distracting. Yeah. It, it, it seems
1: like people that would buy dirt on their jeans for 400 If I really, you know? really, really yeah. like
7: If I really like a movie, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, my treating myself, I will go see it multiple times in theaters. I
1: I thought you were going to say you stream it illegally.
7: (laughs) No. (laughs) Do I look like that guy? No, but one
1: of my my friends does Facebook Live. (laughs) I do it. Yeah, one of my friends does Facebook Live every movie he sees. See, I like like
7: the experience because, for me, it's so much more magical on screen. Oh, it is. I'll go pay ten bucks to see it five times yeah. if I love it that much. Because yeah. I won't ever get to see it in theaters again. Right. Unless it comes back like The Breakfast Club did this last couple years or whatever. I went to see that in theaters because I wanted to see it again. So. Not to change the
0: subject,
6: but what's your guys' favorite theater here? Like, what's a a good comfortable theater? MJR.
0: What's mad Imagine.
6: Imagine, yeah.
1: imagine Royal Oak. Imagine. MC yeah. gives away the best giveaways. Yep. Have you
6: Have you been to the Phoenix?
1: No, no. In, uh, I haven't heard of yeah. it. Oh. Ford, Ford Tell Drive. Uh, mm.
6: Well, that's a
2: whole different it experience. Parked.
6: Ellen Park it's and good dollar. Dollar, it is dollar Show. No more, huh? Dollar Show. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're quinder. always looking. We're ever Friday. What's at the dollar show? This and week? they just remodeled it and put in the luxury seats. Like. Well,
1: you're talking a different dollar show. Then, no, right?
6: not a, on the Quinder and 12 Mile. Yeah, that's a, yeah that's a different one. one. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: You're talking about the one in Helen
1: Park. Oh, okay. I'm Literally, sorry. <laughs> if you're wearing like flip flops, you could lose a flip flop from the butter that's been there for two years. Oh you you, you, you take, take a step in, in here.
6: Slanted
0: <laughs> like you this? could lose a foot <laughs> from the acidity <laughs> of, of the butter that it's on. You don't have to be wearing flip flops. you still go there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You take a
1: step. Up and your shoe stays back there. It's like um. we went there like two yeah. weeks ago. Two but, weeks ago we went. But you like the history of cinema? That butter is probably yeah. there from E. Oh, like, I mean, T. Yeah, you know, in eighty three. Oh, before that, yeah. I, I saw Jaws three there. What?
2: I saw Jaws three there. Same
7: butter was there. <laughs> yeah. Same butter. Yeah. Yep. yep.
1: And people just keep like spilling more butter on top of yep. butter on top of butter. Yep. So what is So a Everyone's
7: favorite movie here.
0: Like number one favorite movie of all time.
7: Okay, I guess either that or top two, at least. Uh,
0: That's a hard one. Uh, my number one favorite movie of all time is Princess Bride. Uh, I and then, tagged you in that. You yes, I know, okay. and, I, and I went. <laughs> yeah, so, you went to it? No. And, well, no, it doesn't come out. It doesn't, It's not until June. Oh, I don't know. But um, I, I was watching the countdown, watching the countdown, watching the countdown to buy tickets or whatever. But it went on sale, like right in the middle of the workday. And by the time I got back to the shop, it was pretty much sold out.
1: I'm like, Durr. yeah. So, so Princess no. Bride, and what else?
0: Uh, Princess Bride, is my number one all time favorite movie. And then after that, it's a tie between Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, all the Marvel movies, all the Matrix movies, all the sci-fi. Oh, basically, of, too many.
7: A lot of uh, <laughs> collections of movies.
0: And- yeah, yeah, Indiana Jones, all those type of things. But yeah, number one all time favorite movie: Princess Bride.
6: Me, I, I want to say I don't have any favorite movies, but I really, really like Four Brothers. Do any? any? Oh yeah, it was the wedding (laughs) one, right?
0: Or no? Uh, No, (laughs) no,
2: that was the one (laughs) with uh, Mark
6: Mark Wahlberg and Tyrese. uh, Nope, it was Ty. I don't know. You talking about the crime movie? No, it's called Four Brothers. it's
0: a good
6: movie, but yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
6: Isn't it a mob movie?
0: It's I like a crime type movie, I think. You,
6: yeah. You know how. Uh, okay, well, their mother got killed in the movie. Yeah. And then she adopted all four of them. Well, yeah, yeah. no one yeah. here on this show is going to watch it now.
7: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, a, it's a real
6: good movie. It's a real good movie. I really like it. What's your
7: top two? Uh, I can't. I, I actually have a top five. Oh, okay. okay so, my all time favorite, though, is Adventures in Babysitting from I 1987.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you a story off the air, but I I actually have a very interesting story about that. Go ahead. And
7: uh, second is Cruel Intentions. Third is The Breakfast Club. Fourth is The Shining. Fifth is The Virgin Suicides by (laughs) Sofia Coppola. Uh,
0: Now, trivia, kind of whatever, do you know what uh, uh, Cruel Intentions, do you know what that uh, book or story that are based on? The
7: liaison. uh, (laughs) Can I grab them? dangerous liaisons it's which is dangerous the, liaisons yeah, yeah that's I actually fine, yeah. read the English version of the, the French, French original yeah. French novel yeah yeah, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All that's a right. pretty cool story we gotta we gotta yeah, are, we, are we gonna, gonna do tr- a cross talk we're or? gonna try
1: okay she's gonna see if they're out there really quick I don't All know right. mine right now is the prestige I guess I think that movie's just a magician movie yeah
7: oh. <laughs> is I- it newer or older
1: uh probably Older. seven years, eight years old. Christopher Nolan uh directed the it. Prestige Christian <laughs> Bale, oh, okay. uh, Hugh Jackman, David Bowie as that's Tesla. Awesome. Um David Bowie. David oh he plays Tesla great.
7: If you couldn't tell I'm a super movie and T V buff, like that's my favorite thing in the world. Well, what it's do you think of TV?
1: Prestige?
7: Um, actually, that's what I was going to ask you. It's been one that years. was on my list, and I haven't seen it yet. So if you it's like good. it, I will. I will make that a top it's priority.
0: Good. It, it was eleven years ago.
1: Yeah. Two thousand six. I'm fascinated with like old magicians, though, and what they used to have to do to. Save Harry their- Houdini and. Yeah, not only that, like just what they did to keep their tricks. Like you, the, a magician from like the 30s and 40s couldn't exist today because they their secrets. Would be exposed through social media mm-hmm. and, and just how everywhere we go, we're on camera and stuff. Do so, you like Chris Angel? No, because that's not magic. That's just uh, um, spectacle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, oh. putting a nail through your wrist and, you
0: know. Tigers are winning now. Oh, well, there you go. Seven to four. We become a baseball show. I like
1: it. <laughs> I got to give up. Are just they coming little- in? I told him. Okay, Uh, I was going to give my uh, pick for the Anthony Joshua uh, Klitschko. Oh yeah, going to go Joshua by knockout. Really, it's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen,
0: people.
1: Uh, And then uh, next week I will give my uh, Canelo versus Chavez Jr. pick. (coughs) Saúl Canelo Alvarez. Yep. (laughs) Saúl Canelo.
0: I cannot roll. Canelo
1: Alvarez. Yeah, Prestige, I'd recommend... you like Sofia Coppola, I like I uh, Coppola. Lost in Translation. It would be top ten.
7: Her, uh... The her imagery. M- I, I wish she came out with more movies because her and Wes Anderson are probably my two, like, top directors. Love and, Wes Anderson. Um, did you see the preview for his new movie? No. Uh, I think it's... Isle of Dogs. It's like it's they just came out with a like a really like little poster for it that's really looks awesome. The only one I haven't seen so far uh is uh
2: I really want Moonrise Kingdom.
7: That is one of the best ones though. It's Life Aquatic so is awesome. Oh, wait. Do I own that? No, Grand I Budapest know. Hotel was Damn. really awesome. I saw I like that in theaters. That,
0: that was the cool. Moonrise Kingdom, that's what yes, the I love
7: that one. Royal that, the
0: it's the with Moonrise the little boy. And the boy little boy and the little girl and they run away yeah. and yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. We're trying to do a crosstalk really quick, but we might have Should to grab them before.
7: Sophia and Wes actually use a lot of the same actors in their movies too, which is really funny. That's cool. But Sophia, um, she her Virgin Suicides was her grand debut, and it actually is based on a book that's mm-hmm. a really famous Jeffrey Undey's book, and um, that was like it's su- it's got such a dreamy feel to it. It's just a really like deep thought movie it's, into it, it a it does it looks like mind. it's got like
2: this haze mm-hmm. over the whole and film and Kirsten
7: Dunst is like that was one of her first roles too and she's used her in a lot of her movies too
2: Marie Antoinette this, you know.
7: mm-hmm. and Melancholia are they coming yeah they said oh, okay <laughs> yeah we're coming
1: <laughs> they're, we're, we're being stood up by another show <laughs>
2: yeah. there's only two of them tonight too it,
7: they're, they're the sisters
1: mm, we're being stood up
2: they're hilarious <laughs> That's all right. I wouldn't
7: be the first time for me. <laughs> Aww.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, well, m- <laughs> my
7: favorite movies, if anyone cares.
1: Well, you were we gone, care, but we yes, care.
0: we care. Yeah. No,
2: because you were still talking. Oh,
0: okay. Um. I don't think they're
1: gonna. Oh, we'll wrap it up then.
2: Um. All right. We'll uh, just any of the Harry Potters. Sure. I can watch them any day of the week,
7: and you've never got- seen one.
1: Me either. In entirety, no.
7: <laughs>
2: you've got mail. Are my
1: favorites.
7: Oh, that's a cute one. <laughs>
1: but see, you got mail it could be very bad because uh, it could be outdated. Like one time, you know what I'm saying? Classic movies will never become outdated. We might laugh at one time that like we used to email people.
2: Ding, it's not ding, about ding. the email. It's, it's about the you've the, got mail. The interaction. Hey, I got mail.
1: Awesome. Who do we got joining us? This is Nada. Oh, they, you you must gotta be, know, it's mic Yeah, must be new <laughs> oh. to the radio no. system, man I know y'all was on
0: <laughs> Yeah, we're on <laughs> That's
1: the whole
8: point <laughs> Hey, this is Native from Talk Juicy Cleo Blue added from Talk Juicy Hello, hello, everybody hello. Hey.
1: Now,
0: Rochelle You're... you're, you're Fingers flipped
8: Please don't This happens every time You're supposed to Actually say it out loud
1: So we wanted to Bring you on So the people That listen to our show Can learn a little bit About your show First off When it's on
8: Uh, It's on every Tuesday At 9 Live at 9 Every Tuesday
1: And what do you guys Talk about
8: Everything I mean absolutely The oddest things To the typical things uh, All about relationships All about uh, What's going on Trending news And what we think that we should be talking and trending, you know, so life, fashion, weight loss motherhood, you know, all kind of threesomes or whatever. It is all kind of fusion of crazy. <laughs> really she just throws a threesomes They're really a swinger
0: show. <laughs> she just like, threesomes. That's so like, nonchalantly, mm. too.
8: It's just, a, you know, it's a little bit of, and that's was I that's how the show goes. very odd. It's, the conversation goes everywhere, but it's it, it's fun. But Lord.
2: you guys are so intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Listening to you guys the one night was, uh, t- I emailed you immediately when we were driving home, I'm like, it was just
8: mind-blowingly funny. <laughs> I had the best time. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, that's what the show is about. I want everyone to be able to relate. You know, it's about just not just women. Uh, it's just about anybody. I want men to enjoy it. I want women to enjoy it. All ages, all colors. It's just life. Mm-hmm. You know, same typical. We all go through the same stuff. Okay, what color, what race, if male or female. True. We go through the same shit all the time. So it's like, let's talk about it. You nice. know, and it's, you're not alone in this world, mm-hmm. you know, and we also got a licensed counselor. You know, my good friend, she's a counselor. So we try to give you some clinical um, advice uh, as well, you know, and we also have viewers write in and we kind of address the issues. Uh, so if you have an issue, you can write into uh, email talkjuicy at Detroit. At Gmail, and we can, you know, look over your issue, and we can hopefully pull it on air.
0: Now, what if you don't have issues? You have subscriptions. You have so many issues.
8: Oh, that's cool. We have a a therapist. That's what I do. Have a therapist. She can, she can come from a clinical standpoint because you know Uh it happens.
2: And you two are sisters, correct? Yeah. We are, yeah. Yeah, I caught on to that. Yeah.
8: (laughs) We are. She's my younger sister, so I pulled her in. But she's an artist as well. She's a singer-rapper, so. Oh, very cool. Um, I'm a sapper. A sapper? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So you only rap about sappy things? No. I tried to combine singing the rapper. Or yeah, I was looking for one of them on car outfits before I came in yeah, here know, back hello, finally- I was, we, was about to, we was about to spray paint a onesie. A, a onesie. A <laughs> real That
1: was, that was uh, our niche, We Even when it was like a, a TV show, it was just like we had to do something different. And so, like, you know, it made no sense to have Ring Girls in studio, but that's what we were going to do four years ago, and it stuck. So yeah. it's like one of those things where they're definitely and this I say this all the time if I'm somewhere without the ring girls, that's the number one question I get asked. And where, are where, where are the ring girls? They're not happy to see me. They're like, where are the ring girls? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> are they in the car? Are they coming? So, yeah. <laughs> so they become a big part of our show. It Absolutely, works. It works. It worked. it worked for me when it I saw I, I was like, like okay. hey. We was like, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys going to be talking about tonight so people can stick around and listen?
8: Um, we're going to talk about, um, what's the top topic? Uh, um,
0: Have you heard about these jeans
1: we were talking about?
8: Mm-hmm. From Nordstrom? No. Four hundred twenty-five
0: dollars jeans to have the, the look of mud splashed on them.
1: We were outraged about it.
8: You, I, I think that you know I have a three-year-old, so I'm thinking Pepper Pig Splash jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be good for Pepper Pig. She really she should. She have some pe- mud. No, that is that is. See, yeah, Pepper Pig. Pepper Pig. Up, yeah, Pepper yep. Pig jeans. But in four hundred twenty-five. Four hundred twenty-five
0: dollars. Yep. yep. To act like you worked. To 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 basically give the illusion that you were Working. messing around in mud. Yeah.
1: But it works for Mary. Mary, one of our ring girls, she was like, "That would be a conversation piece." Then I'd ask the guy about it, and then next thing you know, Mary's married to this guy.
0: You know. <laughs> Not only a- again, only if he said Levi's <laughs> and he was working in the mud.
8: <laughs> yeah, that's only. Yeah, that's what we're right. looking, looking at. Each other like, the like, what? Yeah, that just makes sense. Like, I, but you know, somebody who want to act like they work. Yeah. That's a good gimmick.
1: See, Mary would open I mean, up her uh, heart. They have shirts yeah.
8: with holes in them, so why would they have pants with mud on them? I guess True. that makes sense. I you mean, know, I guess that's trendy right now, that distressed. That's but, very, that's not
2: But see, if you, if you want to give the illusion that you work, but you don't work, how are you going to afford
6: four hundred and fifty dollars jeans? Right. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's again, it's
0: for million dollar I babies. Think,
6: that's that, uh, the least of their concern if they're, yeah. that they're there buying Robin jeans, jeans and they're it, sold was a pair, out. It was a
8: pair of jeans with a monkey on it. What was a red? What was this red monkey or red? Remember those jeans yeah. back, back, yeah. back, back? Yeah, back in the. Two, <laughs> or, Do you guys remember Skids? Skid she makes.
1: Skids. Well, they were like She's more like parachute age. pants. Kinda. They
8: looked oh,
2: like pajama
1: pants.
8: Yeah, the empty Skids.
2: hammer pants.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to bring them back? No, what were the, I want to though. What were the? You could literally feel the wind rip through
0: the like yeah. the fabric of yeah.
1: it.
8: What oh, they call them? Harem har- har- pants now. Yeah, harem pants.
0: Oh, cool. yeah. um, what were the? It was, um, and this was like when we were in middle school. They were the overalls, but they were shorts. <laughs> But they were, and you always wore Short it with rolls. like one strap. Short <laughs> well, no, I forget, but there was an actual oh, term for them. That was like them.
8: the same time, Jumpers like the crisscross was, rump- was. Yeah, it was like rump- right around Christmas time. Rumpers. Yeah, they call them rumpers now. Rumpers, yeah. okay. That's still hot though.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> I just remember. Hair. I just remember you always had to have one strap. It's down. been
8: like
2: twenty years. They're bad. They've had full of. And heck. you
7: still wear one strap down.
2: Wow. Yeah.
8: They call it. They call it denim rumpers. Denim rumpers. Okay. So it's
6: I was just on Instagram and it's a whole like. Adidas site for kids to advertise them now.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's wow. the new
6: style for the spring.
1: <laughs> well, you guys have a good show. We're going to get out of here so yeah, you can get going nice and then uh, we'll, we'll be listening and, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. This is episode about, what?
8: This is episode five Woo-hoo. and we just going to talk about... Um, a, well, I call it A.A. Ron. I don't know if y'all Key and P.O. listeners. Y- y'all yeah, I P-O. love K and P.O. And you remember that se- seps- the, uh, substitute yes. episode? When he, okay. Well, Jaqueline. Yeah, yeah. A.A. Ron. We to talking about uh, Aaron Her- 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 Hernandez tonight and oh, different things, you know, because that was a whole, like, a lifetime movie. Unraveled. That's Aaron just,
1: Hernandez the, the yes, football
8: player. Yes, that's just crazy. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and some of everything. She's oh. obsessed. The, the, I am obsessed <laughs> with the story. I am the, obsessed she's like, with She's Oh this. no. What?
1: The jokes were so bad but so funny. Did you see the jokes about Aaron Hernandez? Or no.
8: No, what did he say? They were
1: just like football jokes, but because of the way he died and stuff like that, they would be like <laughs> they'd be like the prison doesn't
0: rule it a touchdown because his feet were not on the ground oh. at the time.
1: It's just like bad
0: jokes, but they were all funny oh, though. That joke was bad. You should feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad. I'm He's sorry. Okay. Was a
8: gut buster. like he really. Liked,
1: like, was there was worse ones that I dare yeah, not I'm repeat. But, were. Uh, Don't tell me on the way home. I know, but the yeah, the touchdown does not count because his feet were on the ground. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, <not> bad. <laughs> but on that note, yeah, we'll, we'll leave. Sorry, I'm not gonna get endorsed by the prison community. Oh, no, it's oh, so no.
2: funny though. I didn't. Just coincidental. I remember when I was on your show. that we had talked about another bad creation. It's actually the next song I had uh, coming up on my queue. Oh
8: yeah, sweet. it was. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We'll
0: give
2: Jimmy. you a picture with.
0: All right. Well, thank you, sure, uh, okay. thank you for coming on the show. Stick around, uh, and that's episode. What is it? two thirty. Two thirty. We'll be back, we'll be back yeah. next week with two thirty one. Brad's going to give his and prediction. And what studio for are you guys
2: going to be in? No, you can let have to yeah. talk. <laughs> 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 two. Okay, two. So oh on. Just talk. Two.
0: Two. I two. I
8: that
0: is a two.
2: Just or they might over be to... in
0: this one tonight. I think that's what uh, uh, Jessica was talking about. She might have shifted them over to oh, here. Oh, yeah. Right. You
2: guys are in uh, Studio One tonight. Yeah. Oh. I think she's
0: in two. Oh, I don't know. They keep oh, moving yeah. everything find around. Find them in a studio tonight. All right. They you come just on Just find right them. Now. <laughs> yeah, All right.